What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 48th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton, and with me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? How's your week? Pretty good so far. Playing some Genshin, um, playing some Street Fighter, as I mentioned last week on mobile, and then also uh, playing Destiny still. Started on the raid. Um, raid is difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I got a like we have. I have like eight friends playing or so. So we have like a, a clan that we run with, but none of us are like amazing at the game, you know. So um, we're making it through. We're all like, we're all like the correct light level or very close to it for for some of us. But um, yeah, it's it's difficult. So um, so it's possible. You just need to like fine tune like whatever you're doing. Yeah, I think most of it's just that we're just not great at the game to begin with. You know what I mean? But right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, our characters are capable. We are just getting down what to do. And only two of us are really willing to watch the videos for the strats, right? Uh, so you so, have to like kind of coordinate and like... Yeah, and so at the end of the day, even like the people who are watching, myself included, aren't that great. So it's kind of like the blind leading the deaf and dumb. So <laughs> it's it's a big mess, and and everything is very has to be very specific, like on the puzzles here, and you don't have a lot of extra time to screw up. So, um, but that being said, visually this this raid is a masterpiece. So that's crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. But we're only <laughs> two encounters in after like four attempts and each attempt would be like two two to three hours a pop so i mean that's like the beauty of figuring out a raid for the first time it's like you don't know what you're doing and you go in you have to figure it out and it feels really good when you make progress yeah it feels less good whenever you already have the answers though and you just can't, you just oh, can't I see. do it <laughs> yeah but well, either way, it, either way, it's a good time. Everyone has a good attitude about it. So, you know, that that's, that's what's good. most important. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so that and then uh, also uh, Diablo 4 beta. Just um, tried that out on console yesterday. So uh, the closed beta, right? Mm hmm. Closed yeah, beta. Nice. What are your thoughts? Because I, I saw some videos on it, but I haven't really. So it's it's very it's very good. It is very very good. It's it's kind of a return to form for Diablo. Um, I didn't. I wasn't old enough. I wasn't even around whenever I think Diablo one uh, came out. But I didn't play Diablo two either. But I played Diablo two Lord of Destruction towards the tail end of its life cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever I was old enough, and so uh, that was like my big entrance into Diablo, and I loved it. And Diablo gotcha. three was such a big change. Um, but this was more of a return to form, so I, I really liked it. It's more of a dark hack and slasher, and um, yeah, they're gonna have crossplay, cross platform, you know, progression and everything like that. So yeah, it's shaping up to be really, really nice. There is some server issues that they're trying to work on right now with like the heavy load um, for the closed beta, but yeah, that's about it. Nice. They you said cross save and like cross progression, like between console and cross, PC. cross play and cross progression between pc and all consoles okay so no mobile no mobile okay no. they save that for immortals then yeah i think immortals is just going to be the mobile version gotcha it's its own thing yeah cool sweet deal mm -hmm. what about you uh i've been literally hammering out japanese so hard because i'm very mm -hmm. Uh, I'm very determined to go. And if I don't like study and learn Japanese, I feel like I just won't go. And whereas mm -hmm. like if I learn it and I can master some of it, I'm more inclined to go. Mm -hmm. So in my free time, I've just been straight up learning Japanese. Like at work, I, I, I started learning how to write like the hiragana, which is like that's the, pretty cool. The basic like so like I know almost all the hiragana except for like some i mean actually mm -hmm. i know what they are but sometimes right. i still like have trouble recalling them not recalling them i guess like because i'm using do du i'm using more than duolingo because i'm sure like anybody mm -hmm. who's learning languages is like duolingo is like, not that, the best yeah. like way to learn but it like will give me five options between five hiragana and i need to like match them 
to what they're mm-hmm. what they actually sound like. And some of them I just spent less time on than others, so it's more about like learning it. But like if you put most hiragana together, like I can read it and I can I can read and sound it out and say it, but I just mm-hmm. I still don't know what it would mean until I know. Right. So basically no, it's like I'm sense. learning everything that I knew in like the first fifteen years of my life and just relearning it all all over again. Yeah, that is, um, that's something. See, second languages for me are, I'm terrible at. Um, luckily, my wife is very good at them, so I don't have to worry about that for the most part. But well, there you go. Yeah. Are so, you, are you, so did you talk to her about Japan? Yeah, so she's, she's actually totes down. Wow. But the only question is when. Oh, I mean. It's, it's for, for us, it would be a while, is what it sounds like. For like, like two years, maybe? Okay, well, the, yeah, that would be good because we were thinking at least a year and a half is what we would need. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think that would work. Yeah, let's do it then. Oh, Put it man. on the calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, is like my, me and my wife, we we have this thing where one person will get into something and the other's like, nah, I don't want. Like, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. your thing. Like, you do you. You do you. Yeah. Yep. And but then like we. She will always just badger me. She'll like so. There's a new show on Apple TV called Daisy mm-hmm. Jones and the Six. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I've okay. actually watched a good bit of Apple TV too. I've never heard of it. Okay, so I'm almost positive it's on Apple TV because I'm pretty sure she subscribed just to be able to watch it. But it was a book. Hmm, okay, and the basically, I'm not going to get into that. But it's a show. It's it's actually really good. And if you are like a musician or you are a big fan of music. It's a very good show. So she was like, oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'm like, honestly, like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to watch it. So, but then she badgers me. So then I just mm-hmm. end up watching it. And then I end, I always end up liking whatever, whatever it is. Right. And it's the same thing for me. Like, I remember Stranger Things came out and I went to her and I was like, you need to watch this you gotta show. You got to watch it, right? And she didn't want to. And then when she did, she was like, oh, man, this is good. And then we binged it. And that's how, like our relationship is it's always like one of us badgers the other until like they just end up doing it and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to i mean i am doing it on purpose but like when i told her hey i really want to go to japan no like hard no like hardest no ever and then really yep and then one day she was like doing something on the computer like on the couch so i popped on this like i popped that video on for right. that i sent you of this like fourteen day itinerary for Japan for some yeah I, I watched Japan. it yeah and she like stopped doing what she was doing on the computer and I like realized that and like <laughs> you clocked it yeah <laughs> and then and then basically I just like I kept playing it and then she would like ask a question about it and then I'd pause the video and like answer her and then like play it again mm-hmm. and prior to this I told her. Or she was like, like I want to go like somewhere you can go hiking when there's mountains and stuff. And I'm like, I'm in my head, I'm like nod, like I'm nodding. And then like in right. my head, I'm like, they have that in Japan. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then I ended up playing the video, and she, and then I paused it. I got up. I think I made like some food, and I came back over to finish the video, and I played it again. When I played it again, she goes, you know, the more I watch this, the more I want to go. And I'm like. Hell yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. This is why it. why wasn't she interested in the first place? Um Well Is she not a big traveler or she actually she hasn't been out of the country. Ah okay. I have, but she hasn't been out of the country. I think for the most part, because we talked for a long time about it, it was actually the same thing with you and your wife where mm-hmm. it was like the timing, right? Like Right. Right now probably wouldn't be the best time. But maybe in a couple years, or like like you said, a year and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so her her thing is usually whenever I say I want something, I usually end up getting it. So right. she's like, <laughs> oh, like this is it. Like somehow you're gonna finagle your way, and we're gonna end up going in like half a year. <laughs> so that was her thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I know there's places that like we've talked about going that we've wanted to go to before. But she also said she wanted to, like, dip her toes in the water and, like, go somewhere, like, in the country. Like, she hasn't mm-hmm. been out of the state to, like, go on a vacation. Like, other than I think we went to 
Vermont and like Massachusetts and New Ham- uh and Maine. Mm-hmm. But like I'm sorry, not Vermont, New Hampshire. But like that was it, and that itinerary was like a th- it was three states and three in like two days, basically. So it's right. very like go 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 go, not a whole lot of relaxing, even though we saw a lot of things. And so mm-hmm. like she wants to like go to Florida or go like somewhere for like like go to the key like the keys. She wants or a something. chill vacation. Yeah. yeah. And so she wants to like dip her toes in the water basically first. And I'm just like, I get it, but mm-hmm. and, like I understand and like if that's ultimately what she wants, then that's cool. Like I'll still go on a vacation, like but right. man, for me, for someone who's been out of the country and has seen like other places, I'm just like and then I look at Japan and I'm just like, dang, this is like everything I love. Yeah, see, it's similar with um, me and my wife because, you know, she obviously is from a different country, but she's traveled all around the world. So especially been everywhere in Europe. Uh, But um, because of that, she's like a a big traveler. She is a huge fan of traveling. Myself, I've been out of the country twice, but I'm not like a huge fan of traveling. Japan has always been the one place where I have been like, oh, I I have to go at some point in my life. Yeah. So, and and she's the same. But, um, yeah, for me, like, I've never been a big, like, traveler either. So, I kind of, it seems like you're more similar to my wife in this aspect, and I'm more similar to, to your wife in this aspect. So, I understand her position. So, yeah, I mean... That's that's basically the gist of that, but I've been learning a ton and like all different avenues. Like I use Duolingo mm-hmm. mostly when like I'm at work because I can't like watch a YouTube video. It's just easy to pull out my phone, do a lesson on Duolingo and then put it away. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. Yeah, I feel you. I've been listening to a podcast in the car, like on my way to and from work that like has a native Japanese speaker and a foreigner who speaks Japanese and they like Wow, you're going all in, aren't yo, you? Yo, <laughs> so many different avenues. I'm like writing, like I printed out trace sheets for the hiragana, which like mm-hmm. is just like basically like the phonetic like writing system. So like Right, all right. Everybody uses kanji, but it's mm-hmm. really important to know and like the basics and it helps with like learning. So I'm writing them out on literal trace sheets. Like I printed these out like a freaking kindergartner and tracing them out um (laughs) what else am i doing oh and then i joined like this japanese academy which is like a japanese learning discord and it's huge and they have lessons in there but i haven't attended any lessons yet um but it's mostly like just practicing typing in japanese and then like uh, learning a lot Mm -hmm. from our members in our in our discord in our japanese learning channel Um, and then just like watching videos now i'm only watching anime with like I'm only watching subbed anime, and I'm not even using subtitles. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm just like... Do you understand it well enough to... Oh, hell no. No. But I I watched a video of someone who said literally... uh, So I watched this guy on YouTube. His name's Takashi from Japan. Mm -hmm. And he, he interviews people, like locals and whatever, and he says like... He'll go up to local Japanese people and he'll be like, what is, like, one thing you hate that foreigners do? And then he'll upload it. Or he'll ask them, like, what do you think about j- tattoos in Japan? Or mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So, like, he, inter- and he interviews foreigners, too. And he did a video, actually, very recently on, like, oh, how did you learn Japanese? And he interviewed foreigners. And the one guy was like, I literally just, it was all input. It was never, like, I never spoke in Japanese. I never, like, like wrote in Japanese. It was all just and like anime manga or i guess yeah reading manga so manga watching anime and watching like japanese dramas and japanese like live action all that and just input and just listening to it over and over and over again and then eventually he just got it but how do you know what they're what they're saying if you don't have at least the subtitles on like how how are you learning anything because it just would sound like gibberish no Unless you're kind of pulling from context, maybe, but still, like in in a longer I conversation, I feel like you wouldn't have any idea where you're going. Uh, maybe he did use subtitles at first, but he, but then I do remember specifically in the video he was like, "Don't use subtitles because you're if if you do, you're just gonna like you're just gonna read the subtitles and your brain you can't like hear it and 
see it and read it in English. Does that make sense? Yes, and I, I, mean, I would agree with that to a point. I feel like if you are invested in learning the language and you are making sure that you're always paying attention to the vocals while the subtitles are going, I feel like you could. Because there's certainly some phrases that I've learned um, in Japanese just from listening to them say it, reading the subtitle and being like, oh, that sounded badass or something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's. I feel like that's definitely thing, but you, I feel like you're gonna have to have subtitles on you. But we we are 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell my wife that you and your wife are down, and then we're yes. gonna go in a year and a half. There we go. Um, all right, so we have a review reading this week. Uh, we're flipping coins. I think I'm pretty sure I, I mentioned that before. Uh, yes, that we are from now on flipping coins, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, this is a five-star review reading by your co-op helper, Snowchan. I don't know if, like, that's actually their name in the game, but, I mean, co-op helper, that kind of makes me think so. True. Title of it is Read as Ayaka and Ayato. Listen, Ayaka it's not going to sound anything Ayaka. like Ayaka. That's going to, yeah. Do we have to listen? I think we do. We're going to have to because I, right. I, I at least want to try to pitch it to whatever their voices sound like. So, who, who, which one do you want to be? I'm going to go Ayaka. Okay. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> okay gonna sound like the sexiest ayaka you've ever heard in your life <laughs> yeah, give me one second you, you just remember i picked the harder one for this so got it remember for the next so one. i get punished next review reading that's right <laughs> this this may be the one like male voice act like like character mm-hmm. that i'm not super like into reading a, a voiceover for oh really yeah all right you ready yeah, oh, so are we gonna we're gonna flip for each paragraph, or what are we doing? Uh all right. How about this? Flip a coin, and I'll go heads. If it's heads, um, I read the first paragraph and the third paragraph. If it's tails, you read the first paragraph and the third paragraph. Okay, got it. All right. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Flipping. Tails. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! There we go. <laughs> I absolutely love this podcast. It's wonderful, and it's pretty entertaining to listen to. I usually don't play Genshin during the week, so it's pretty nice to listen to this while I'm studying. This podcast helps me focus more on schoolwork, believe it or not. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Very good, by the way. Um, Let's hear it. I recommend and have this podcast to anyone who enjoys Genshin. You guys keep up with the lore, events, characters, and leaks. Through all of the podcasts I've listened to, by far, you guys are the best. Um, I'm going to reach out to them and tell them that you're going to replace the voice actor. You probably should because that's now officially going on like my resume. So okay, yeah. You guys are overall amazing. Thank you for all your efforts, Snowchan. There we go. Whoa, brother and sister. <sighs> yep. At it again. I have to. I have to listen to Ayato's voice real quick. Don't. Hold on a second. Okay. I'll. I'll close this out. So I just have to see. That this happened. I have to see what it sounds like. like. Um, thank you for the five star review. Greatly appreciated. If you guys want to, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that's the only real way that you can leave a description review for us. Um, if you don't have like an iPhone or like an Apple product, you'll have to download iTunes. I'm pretty sure you can do it through there. Um, but if you leave us a review, let us know how we're doing, um, and let us know if you want us to read it in a character's voice of your choosing, and we will do so. Other than that, at HoyoCast on Twitter. We also have a Discord, discord.me forward slash The Resonance. Uh, our community is great, and that's where we're all at. So if you want to and you listen to the show, come join us. we got a lot of new people coming in now, so um, it's a good time. You done By the uh, way, making fun of I, me? Ayato, I, I just listened to his voice. It's super chill voice, so I actually understand. It was, that was very good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for making He's me just sure. relaxed as He's hell. He's very I, relaxed. 
I haven't, you know, obviously we haven't had an event with him in forever, and I never got him. Do you have him as a character? I do. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you should know him for sure. Yep. That makes sense. Okay, on to the news. Version 3.5 events preview phase two. We have our wish banners, because the four stars were just announced, other than Mika. We know we knew Mika was coming. Um, this is dropping in three days of this recording. So on Tuesday at like, looks like six o'clock server time, uh, we have Shen He, the Lonesome Transcendence, mm-hmm. and we have Floss Flake Heron, Ayaka Kamisato. Uh, mm-hmm. very fitting that she was in our review reading. Yeah. I wonder if he planned that. I don't know. That is true. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We have Mika, the new four-star. We have Sucrose, and we have Diona. I know I was looking forward to seeing uh, Sucrose on this banner, but I have her C6, so I'm not anymore. Yeah. We have the Wish, uh, the Weapon Banner, Epitome Invocation. The five stars are Miss Splitter Reforge. That would be Ayaka's Weapon and Calamity Queller, which would be Fortune, huh? Mm-hmm. And we have the four-star weapons, which are the Wine and Song Catalyst, the Sacrificial Sword, the Bell Claymore, Favonius Lance Polearm, and Favonius Warbow. I need more Favonius Lance. Uh, I would probably recommend that if you are pulling for Shenha and you don't want to pull too much on the weapon banner for her for a weapon, but you don't have Favonius Lance, I would definitely go for like a good maybe 20 pulls or so, try to get Favonius Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's worth it because Favonius Lance is like her, probably one of her, it's probably her best in slot pole arm weapons. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. So we have Fungus Mechanicus. We kind of know a little bit about this. This is going to drop on the 23rd. Uh, during the event, direct little fungi to defeat all the Mechanicai to obtain rewards such as Prima Gems, Hero's Wit, Weapon Ascension Materials, and Artifact Enhancement Materials. Decently fun event. Looking forward to that one again. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. To be eligible for this event, you need to be adventuring 30 or above, and you need to complete the Archon Quest and New Star Approaches. We have Spices from the West. Hopefully they don't decide to do teapot maintenance during this time. Uh, The 31st, last day of the month, till the 10th of April. During the event, make seasonings according to the recipes provided to obtain rewards such as Prima Gems and Character Talent Materials. Cook dishes with said seasonings and invite characters to taste test them to increase their companionship experience. Uh, To be eligible for this, you need to be adventuring 20 or above to create the seasonings. And then you need to be adventuring 28 or above and complete the World Quest Idle Teapot Talk to cook the corresponding dishes and invite characters to taste test. And then we have the obligatory Leyline Overflow event that is April 3rd to the 10th, always seven days for this event. During the event, successfully challenge a Blossom of Wealth or Blossom of Revelation and consume original resin to double your rewards. You can do this up to three times a day. There are no eligibilities other than being able to do the Blossom of Wealth or Blossom of Revelation. So if you need more or weapon, uh, not weapon, geez, character experience materials, this is your event. Um, very quick. Uh, not a whole lot going on in phase two, honestly. No, not really. This is definitely they're just biting time. Yep, prima gem farming. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Other than that, we have some news on Mika. We have their materials that they're going to need. Um, looks like you are going to need the cryo amethyst shards, fragments, whatever you want to call them. He's also going to take wolf hook berries. You didn't think you'd need those again? Well, you do. Did not. Honestly, those are so easy to farm, though, so I'm, I'm all about it. That's true. Um, they He also takes the Sergeant's Insignia, which I think is a treasure... Is that a Treasure Hoarders, or...? No, Sergeant's Insignia is the... Um, whatchamacallit? Uh, the Abyss, right? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Is that what that is? I'm pretty sure that's Sergeant's Insignia. I'm not really sure. Now you're making me question what I thought was a surefire thing. Sorry. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, and then he's also going to take the Winnut Ascension material, I believe that is. Is that mm-hmm. Winnut? That flower yeah. thing? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not on the screen right now. I'm looking for the Sergeant's Insignia. Okay. I'll look that yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, uh, drop from the Abyss. Okay. Drop from the Abyss enemies. Mm-hmm. 
And his talent level up materials are going to be uh, songs of ballad, so or philosophies of ballad, whatever. It's the one with the harp. It's a Mondstadt one. Um, more of the Sergeant's Insignia, and then his talent level up material boss item is from uh, Scaramouche Boss. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see if I can find the materials. Okay, yeah, the pseudo stamens are a drop from the Wena in Sumero for Mika. We also have. Uh, the voice artist announcements. I'm going to probably butcher the JP voice actor, San Sanpei Yuko, and uh, Sanpei has or Yuko has done Yu-Gi-Oh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Pokemon. They have done a ton. My God. Yeah, like they've done all the big things and more. So, um, that's your JP voice actor, and we have Robert Moraira. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Uh, they have worked on Pokemon, which I think is the Journeys. Yeah, in the Journeys, the Journeys series. series. Yeah. Right. And they did, um, honestly, very other smaller roles, but not anything huge. It seems like Mika is probably one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, out of stuff that's like AAA and stuff that like I've seen before, at least. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised to see that voice actor, considering he's been on so many big hit things, as Mika. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's just a smaller character. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, other than that, that's all about Mika. Those are his materials if you want to start pre-farming for him. Um, this is a good spot to take our break. When we come back, we are – oh, I didn't even mention this in the beginning of the episode. We're going to talk about the Archon Quest, uh, Kari Bear. Um, we're going to try to, we're going to try to piece it together from memory and, um, theorize (laughs) a little bit. So let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll do that. And we are back from our break. I'm not even going to ask you if you want to take a break anymore. No, I, I, I don't need a break. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, Kari Bear, your 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 thoughts on this? I thought this was a very good Archon Quest. Like, I would you say this is better than the one than the Wander Archon Quest, or do you think this is the same? Or how do you feel about that? Better than the Wanderer one. I oh that's a toughie honestly I think that they're I think that they're on par for different reasons you know what I mean so like you definitely I think I I liked overall the wanderer better but I think we got more important information from this does that make sense so it kind yeah. of it kind of counterbalances um but yeah, I did like this was just kind of a wealth of knowledge um, to help us with the backstory a bit. So yeah, there was a lot that I really liked about this one. Yeah, I can agree with you, right? Because it feels like if you go down like the hallway of the Archon Quest storyline so far, it feels like Scaramouche and like his past and everything that he's been through was kind of like a door in the hallway that you go through and then it kind of closes and now you're back on the main path again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would agree. So all this is about is the abyss for the most part. Um, it kind of opens up. We see Kaya in Sumeru, and when we go and sit down with him, he's talking to us. He's here for some business reasons. He says it's kind of sus, honestly. Yeah, always. Yep. Uh, as he, yeah, you're right. As he always is, he's very sus. Um, and he's here to basically taste some of the alcohol here to basically get some ideas for Mondstadt? I don't know. Basically, yes. Um, But when we sit down and talk to him, 
uh, Dainsleaf just comes out of nowhere and sits down and starts talking to Kaya. Very weird interact. I was like, oh my god, I have Kaya and Dainsleaf here. What is about to go down? <laughs> yeah, and we kind of already knew. Well, we know, yeah, we know that they're both from Conria. Right. And, yeah, it's well, very weird. One is, yeah, one is related to someone and directly related to someone from Conria. So he's never, like, actually been there. Dainsleaf has. True. Right. Yep. You're absolutely right. But they they know each other. They've been acquainted already. Yeah, which was interesting. Yeah. So, But they didn't really dive into that all that much, did they? Of course they did. Because oh. <laughs> that would be too convenient. Yeah, for you're them. right. <laughs> um, Dainsleaf uh, calls Kaya Alberic, descendant of the Abyss Order's founder. Mm-hmm. Which is huge, right? Because yes, it it's very funny, you know, that he says that because this whole time that you know Kaya, all you really do is see him defeating abyss like enemies, like abyss right. mages and hillatrolls and or is it hillatrolls? Nah, he doesn't really attack hillatrolls actually. Mostly abyss. Yeah, mages. he didn't go after him. Um, so he does say that and. He goes, oh my, that's quite a lot of baggage for a surname. Though I must say, it does confirm an old suspicion of mine. And he says, I suppose that was why my father left me in Mondstadt after all. Mm -hmm. So, it's kind of crazy. It's like, you you just drop that bomb and and he just takes it like it's nothing. Makes you think that he he like already knew. He would never show his full hand. You know what I mean? Very true. It's very, it's very much one card at a time. So, like, he may have been shocked. He may not have been shocked at all. Either way, we got, like, the response that is riddled within an enigma. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it, I very much expected it to be like this, but it was, it was still very cool, like, watching them interact with each other and kind of go tit for tat. Um... But yeah, it, it definitely gave us some more insight as to what we think he may now know or not know about his uh, ancestry. Yep. He also mentions the eyes. He says that I recognize your eyes, meaning mm-hmm. that they are very full, well, full aware that their eyes match. And they, while they're different in t- to some degree, right, they are eyes of those who have descended from Conria. Right. So, very interesting. Um, Which, doesn't Paimon have those eyes, too? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe so. So, it's it's so far, it's Dainsleaf, Piero, Kaya, and Paimon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it that you get in their interaction. I mean, Kaya pretty much dismisses Dainsleaf altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes and does his business, and that is where we leave. When we go, we find a, I, I guess you can call it a house. It's kind of a rundown house. Little hut. Yeah. Uh-huh. And when we go, there's nobody there. We take a nap. Paimon and Dainsleaf go off. They are doing something, some, th- some doing something in the forest, I believe, to try to look for something, something re- regarding the abyss, basically. Yeah, um, blah blah nonsense. Basically, yeah, just, get uh, them out of have, here. So yeah. exactly, an excuse to get them out. <laughs> Which honestly, it was a nice break from Paimon. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was like, maybe I just take off. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just leave. I'll go to Fontaine. What if I do that? <laughs> um, and when we go, we find a hillichurl with a blue and white scarf that's kind of tied to their arm, laying down. Um. Very, uh, looks like they're in pain almost. And we have someone by the name of Ida. Now, Ida is kind of taking care of this Hillichurl, and he explains that his name is Kari Bear, and it's his illegitimate son. And so, Kari Bear, name of the Archon. And this guy has the eyes, by the way. Yes, he does have the Conrian eyes, yeah. And so, Kari Bear is the hilly churl. It was his son that he had with a lady from Mondstadt. Do you think now, and this could be a stretch, right? Cause it, it's like 500 years, mm-hmm. but you know, it'd be wild. 
is that if if you so like I I know like everybody's thinking who's actually bad at theorizing maybe because that's that's probably I'm probably in that book but people are probably thinking that Kari Bear is Kaya right they were I think some people are even though I think it's a bad I think it's a bad theory but what I if Kari Bear did... removed his mask mm-hmm. and then became human and then we're kind of jumping around. <laughs> we are. Um, I'll explain later. Let, I let's guess. finish the story. Yeah, let's finish the story first for anyone that's that's going along with it. Yeah. Yep. So basically, Ida wants help um, in creating some sort of medicine that seems to stem from the abyss. It, the The flower is it's like a deep. I think it's like a deep red or something like that. Um, it just like looks sinister, and he's growing it right outside. And we're in Sumeru, by the way. Um, we're still in Sumeru and he wants help finding this flower that, and he refuses to bless the flower by the Archon statue. Cause he hates the gods, obviously because of everything that happened with Conria. So, uh, he's trying to make this medicine to remove the curse for Kari Bear so he can talk. And he, uh, he does succeed, right? Um, right. And when he gives the medicine to him, we go to, how do we go to that place? Do you remember? How do we get to the cave? Yeah. How do we get to the cave? Uh, I think, wasn't it like he, he saw like a group of hilly churls marching that way or something like that? Oh, maybe. Maybe it was, was like, like the that. chasm. We both completed this quest like right after it released, and so it's been like two weeks now. So just so everyone knows, that's why we're a little rusty on it. Yeah. So we do go there, and when we go to this cave, I don't remember the reason why, but we go to this cave, and when we go through, there are hillichurls all over the place, right? And then there's a mm-hmm. crystal. Well, first there's a lector, the for- fortune lector, which is the frost lector enemy. Um, mm-hmm. The secret keeper of fate's end. He's probably the keeper of the loom of fate, right? I'm, I'm right. pretty sure that's what we're we're uh, we're kind of theorizing here. He has this really yes. weird power. It's not like he has he's cryo, but it's it's more than that. Mm-hmm. He's got this like purple abyssal like aura to him. Yeah, exactly. Um, people are theorizing that this is Kaya. I don't think that adds up, but I maybe because he's cryo and maybe I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how that jives. Um, I mean, if you want to keep keep thinking about it, or I mean, keep uh, talking rather to finish up the story, I'll uh, yep, I'm gonna keep thinking on it. Um, so we it doesn't really make a whole lot of like. A whole lot of difference seeing the lector. He mm-hmm. basically says, uh, "Do you insist on an audience?" And then when you defeat him, we go and talk to the sinner, who is basically this omniscient person who supposedly has powers greater than gods, um, and he knows all about Ida and his entire life, dis- despite never really encountering him before, and. Um, basically Ida starts praising him like he's a God. Like he, he basically is saying, oh, this is, this is the God I've been looking for. Um, like he starts worshiping something and the whole time that you've known him very, in this very short amount of time, he Mm -hmm. was very against worshiping anything. Right. The, in addition to his omniscience, the sinner kind of holds command over the power of the abyss. Um, what the abyss was exactly, however, and what it's capable of, very loosely known. Um, don't really know a whole lot about that. And that's pretty much it with the sinner, other than the fact that, you know, Kari Bear, or not Kari Bear, I'm sorry, Ida is very into the sinner. Um, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it in the cave. We leave, and when we go back, Kari Bear is gone, I believe that. Or no, he's not gone. He he's still not talking. Or I right. don't remember. It's a very I'm sorry. It's like very like 
wishy-washy with what we remember. Yeah, I know. I'm at some point when we go back, I'm pretty sure we make more medicine and we give it to Kari Bear. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. We go back. We make more medicine because Kari Bear is still not, like, feeling better. Um, we give him more medicine, and then he starts to talk. So we have a talking Hillitrill. Think about that. Kari Bear starts to talk. He's kind of freaking out, basically, saying, like, I don't know, like, what this is. Why do I look like this? Like, looking at his body. Like, what am I? What happened? And basically, Ida explains everything to him. And he kind of says, whatever you do, don't take your mask off. Mm -hmm. And then we leave while we think Kari Bear is resting. We leave, go back. The crystal isn't there. Right. Or is the crystal there, but he's it's just not speaking? I can't remember. The crystal you said? Yeah. The center. No, it's not oh I don't I don't think it was there. Okay. Either way, it's like a fruitless adventure. It doesn't right. really it doesn't really doesn't, do anything. We don't gain anything from it, yeah. Right. So when we go back, Kari Bear's missing and we have a broken mirror. Which is very odd because we had the broken mirror from when we uh help Skarmouche delete himself from Ermensoul. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ida kind of says, oh, no, he must have taken his mask off and saw what he actually looked like and then, like, ran off. So that's what we kind of thought, right? Um, But he didn't because when we go and find him, he wandered off somewhere in Sumeru, very, not very far away. Mm -hmm. But where did the broken mirror come from? What do you mean, where did it come from? It was in the house. It was always there. Right, but why is it broken? Because he doesn't. He didn't take his mask off, did he? Oh, uh, you know what? They never really explained that. Because, yeah, you assume that he got, like, mad and, like, threw it whenever he took, or scared whenever he took the mask off. But, yeah, they don't really explain that. I thought he was just so ugly that the, <laughs> that the mirror broke. That's what I True. thought. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so we go and find him. And we get a very nice cutscene of him basically saying that he can't take it anymore. And he takes the mask off. And when he does, he basically explodes with this purple uh, exploding abyss aura. And then we're knocked out. Right. We are conveniently unconscious. Of course. Uh-huh. And we don't really get the whole story from his father. But... He reveals that his name is Clothar. Clothar? 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 Mm-hmm. I think it's Clothar. Um, Clothar says, Kari Bear did not deserve his fate, but now it's wonderful. He will be able to weave his own destiny anew. And if you know right. anything about making clothing, you make clothing with a loom, and mm-hmm. it is called the Loom of Fate. And he is saying that he will be able to weave his own destiny anew. Right. So, we don't really know what happened to Kari Bear at this point. Right. He doesn't really tell us. But then, all of a sudden, Clotar says, I know who you are, I recognize you. And when we pick up the mirror and we look at ourselves, we're the opposite. We are the now, we're now the sibling. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you watch a movie and, like... I only know, like, one movie, and it's Twilight, where, like, she, like, walks up to the mirror and, like, touches it, and when the camera pans over to her actually standing there, she looks like her grandmother. So, like... Yeah, that's right. So, it's kind of like that, Uh, but you... So, for me and Pharaoh, we play as the male traveler, so Mm -hmm. when we look in the mirror, we're actually the, uh, the sister, and he basically tells us we basically find out that these everything that we've seen so far, uh, finding Ida, helping him make the medicine, trying to change Kari Bear back from a Hillichurl into a human being, or tr- trying to make him feel better with the medicine, um, going and talking to the sinner, all of this was memories that we've had, or that our sibling has had 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. Which is the most confusing thing ever. Yes. Absolutely. But basically what you can, yeah, basically what you can devise from this is that 500 years ago, after the fall of Conria, 
our sister was in Sumeru there and helped Klotar, the Abyss Order founder, and helped bring Kari Bear, at least make him sentient so that he can talk, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and that's pretty much it, right? And then he does say that we are the the princess of the abyss. He does say that. Right. So he was the founder and he passes that off to us or our sibling. I keep saying us because it's it's us in the memory, but Right. So I'm not sure exactly what happened. Yeah, you know, I'm the more I'm thinking about this Kaya thing, the more it's making sense. Some people are saying that it is him. There's still some, I mean, there's some, there's some areas that need to be explained because things that don't make any sense about it, but there are definitely some things that would make sense at that point. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the biggest thing being, so first of all, he was young whenever this, like he has to be fairly young, Kaya, right? Actually, maybe this doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works with like his age or anything. Because wait, wait, no, yeah, I think because Kaya, no, Kaya is has to be full blooded because he has the eyes. Mm, right, right, yeah. So unless something happened that changed, like whenever he took off the mask and he made a deal with the sinner or something like that, like something had to have happened there where he kind of reverted to a full blooded one which i don't know now this is making less sense but the things that did make (laughs) sense about it were that a kaya was suspiciously there in that quest earlier right and then it's not there and well yeah it's just like why would they include kaya so randomly in at the beginning of this quest you know like i feel like there has to be some kind of connection there but it could also be a trick that they're playing with us so um, just to make us think this, it, it could be a red herring, but so there's that. And second of all, Kaya was the instrument in a big revenge plot from the abyss, right? From the higher ups of mm-hmm. the abyss. So, yeah. you know, talking about him being like the loom of fate and stuff like that, that, I mean, like, you know, the, the threads of fate are a common thing. The loom is the instrument of of that. So that would kind of make sense that it would be referring to him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's, it is it is odd. But, yeah, there are things that a lot of things that don't line up as well. Biggest thing yep. being he seems like he's full-blooded Conrian. So. Yeah, um, I just, I don't understand why maybe, like, maybe I don't understand why he was dropped off in Mondstadt then. Why Kaya was? I feel like this is, yeah. We know why, right? Um, I must have missed it then, I'm not really sure. Oh, should I say Why it? Mo- Why Mondstadt of all places? So, I'm not really sure. So after we finish, like, the memories of what our sibling has seen 500 years ago with Clotar, not Ida anymore, because it's not his real name, and Kari Bear, we, the Traveler, wake back up, and naturally, Paimon and Dainsleaf are there again, and when they are, uh, mm-hmm. Dainsleaf kind of says that um, seems very closely connected to Clotar, Albrecht's son, Kari Bear, and what happened to him, so, I mean, if, like, th- like it could be a clan thing, right? Like, right. Albrecht... Albrecht could be a clan, and Kaya could just be a descendant of one of those clans. Yeah, he very well could be related. Um, but not directly related. Like, it doesn't have to be his, like, great-great-great-grandfather or whatever. No. Although it, they, they seem to insinuate that he's is, like, a direct descendant. But, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. there's There's a lot of things that that need to be aired out there. I, I don't even know if they knew what they were originally going to go for whenever they started it. So yep. they could very well be building the airplane as they fly it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. Um, we then, once we're done talking, we're in the middle of talking to Dane's leaf and Paimon, mostly Dane's leaf. Um, but 
we go over to where the flowers were growing and we dig up the earth and we find Clotar's buried remains. So Clotar was buried here and he's buried with an unknown female. Mm-hmm. So, which is probably Kari Bear's mother. Right. I would think. And and it says, after finding, uh, you know, Clotar's buried remains, Dainsleaf says, unless Clotar Alberich finally found a way to rid himself of the curse. Mm-hmm. Because before he was... He was immortal. He was immortal. He couldn't die. Right. And now he's dead. He's a le- legitimate skeleton in the, in the ground. So. Assuming it's him, yeah. Well, yeah, assuming it's him, but it's it's pretty much it's pretty much known that it is him. Yeah, but we just don't know how he rid the curse. Was it Kari Bear? Was it something Kari Bear did when he took his mask off? We don't really know. Yeah, there's there's so many questions involved in this. Like, it doesn't even honestly it doesn't even make sense to speculate too much on it because we just have so not only not only little information but conflicting information do you know what i mean yeah so yeah yeah i, I the more i think about it the more i don't think kari bear is kaya yeah. um but i i i can't help but think that kaya is that that abyss lector like it's just really weird that kaya was there then he wasn't we haven't seen a cryo lector yet Naturally, you know, obviously I thought we would see one eventually. We'll probably see one of every single element. Mm-hmm. But just a little weird that he's the secret secret keeper of Fate's End and he and Kaya just isn't around. I am 95% sure that that is not him. I mean, I know, but it's just like it's it's so in your face. It's like it's low-hanging fruit, right? Yeah. It's just like yeah. So I don't well, know. Once it's again, I think this may be the the red herring scenario coming out to play. Yeah. 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 That and my thirst to kill Kaya. So. <laughs> that drives it, us all. Dude. That's my head cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, again, like a regular Archon quest, we got more questions than we got answers. Exactly. And, and at least, uh, you know, Hoyoverse is sticking to a theme. Mm-hmm. That's right. Even when you think you are getting more answers than questions, you review it later on you're like no damn i have more questions again <laughs> <laughs> basically okay um but that's it uh we'll have to like go i want to go through the story i'll probably end up doing this in a stream where i just go through the whole story and talk to everybody about it because there's just so much that like i feel like i've missed prior to like doing this show because mm-hmm. i've just tried to run through it as fast as possible that I miss a whole lot of lore and stuff like that. And then I get here and it's like I play it. And I honestly didn't take notes while I played this Archon Quest mm-hmm. because I figured, you know, I'm, I want to enjoy the story without having to stop every five yeah. seconds to type down whatever I saw. So, but anyway, it, it's it's very interesting. And I feel like I need to go back and just like reabsorb everything to make sure that I have the story straight. Yeah, I agree. So, who knows? Um, all right, we're not doing question, uh, Wish of the Week because we're both saving, but mm-hmm. I think next week we will. I know I'm going to because I'm going to... I will pull on next sure. week, yeah. Okay. Um, for Ayaka or Shenhe? Uh, Shenhe. I, I don't have her okay. yet. Okay, cool. All right. Um, if you could... Question of the Week. This is by uh, Decim in our Discord. Uh, if you could add six more four stars to Paimon's Bargains, who would you add? Ooh, I'm gonna have to look up a list. Mostly for Inazuma, this one. yeah. Mostly Inazuma slash Liyue slash Sumeru characters, but some Mondstadt characters that you'd like to be added can work too, like one to two. So I think the Paimon's bargains is like what they're the rotating one, right? The rotating two four stars that we get. Yeah. Um. I'm going to say probably the I'm going to just say flat out the four stars that require like higher constellations to perform well. Yeah. Um so like Faruzan, Goro, Goro would be one for sure. Yeah, even though I have him C6 like obviously, but like everybody would appreciate that. I feel like probably Kujo Sara because she's like a very good buffer for Raiden. Mhm. Uh, what's so what's her right name? Uh, oh, uh, Diona as well. Diona's very good. Oh, yeah, Diona's a good support. 
for shields and heals. Uh, and a really good battery. I'm trying to think. Uh, I would probably say... Osara would not be a bad one either. I said Kujo Sara. Oh, you did say that one? Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Jeez. Hmm. Yunjin. Yunjin would be a good That'd one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. So, like, two... So, we have two leeway. I don't know. I would... I want to say Kali, because she's probably, eh. like... But you get one for free, so it makes sense that, like, they would put her in the rotation like Shang Ling. Yeah, I just don't know. She's not, like, super useful. I mean, you could do Yao Yao, but... I, I would say, uh, what is her name? Is Sayu? 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 She's, yeah, she's you pretty could do good. Sayu. Um, who else? I, the more I think about this, the more I think they would never put them in there. So they would what? They just won't. Like, I feel like they just won't. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. I think they got all the big hitters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kujo, Sara, maybe Layla? Yeah. Layla's really good. Layla honestly. would be good. She's so new, they would not do that forever. True. <laughs> I think Sa- Kujo, Sara, Faruzan, and Goro are like probably like the top three. Yeah, I would agree with you. For sure. It's kind of hard to pick anybody else other than that because there's well as much as much as you think that there's a lot of four stars, there's really not. Well, that's true. And also it's just like they get so um they're so niche now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, at the beginning it was all universally applicable, awesome four stars. Now it's all very niche stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You call Amber awesome. <laughs> She's the, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't count. <laughs> She's like the easy, likable, like happy go lucky beginner character to get you onboarded. Yeah. I would like them to see, like, I would like them to do a, I guess they won't do it because you can, you can get them whenever and you can get them for free. So like, I still wish they would do like, uh, even if it's like a hundred of the master star glitter, the master stardust or whatever, Mm -hmm. I wish they would do like a hundred for like, or even 200 for a, for like a free five star constellation of like one of the basic five stars on the standard banner. No, that, I, I agree. That would be nice. Like, just one. Mm-hmm. Good one. All right. That is the end of our show. Before we go, we'd like to shout out our patrons. We have Muffy, Bussin, Nyanko, Flame, DJ, Aegis, Soupy, Neku, Ran, and Penguin. Thank you guys for supporting the show. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, don't know what we're going to talk about next week, because we covered the Archon quest. We covered Windloom. <laughs> uh I suppose we'll probably cover Dea story quests, assuming we don't get a ton of news. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what we would get, but uh, potentially a live stream program, maybe? Or that would probably be the week after? I don't really know. I think something big is coming on the horizon. I hope we I, get a new area. I think so. so. I'm getting this feeling, this this itch that I gotta scratch here, and it you saw leaks. And it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> something tells me that something big is going to happen pretty soon. So, I don't know. We, we may have stuff to talk about. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, good luck on your Shenha pulls. Uh, I'm going to be pulling on Tuesday at 8 o'clock on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash HoyoCast. Um, I'm, she's guaranteed. I'm just hoping that I get her early mm-hmm. so I can save more for Baiju because I do plan on spending money for Baiju because it's Baiju. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Sorry for the puzzle, the puzzle, like the puzzle of putting together Kari Bear. Uh, <laughs> that took so much theory crafting. It did. And now <laughs> I know why I, I take like five pages of notes when I do the art. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Good luck on your polls, and we'll see you next week.